Episode of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, a music industry podcast where everything's terrible and the house is on fire. I'm Matt Bacon here with my beautiful co-host, Curtis Stewart. And He's back. Kurt, yes, he is back after a week of doing taxes. Yep. Curtis, what mm-hmm. are we talking about today? We are going to talk about how to properly plan to promote and release your release. Yeah. And this takes yep. a lot longer than most people think, right? Correct. Because most people, well, maybe not most, I'm probably being a little bit too general here, but in my experience, um, many bands shortcut their promotion and release strategy, uh, trying to do it too soon. And then they kind of wonder why nothing really happened or they didn't get the results that they hoped for. And this is common, a lot more common than you believe, even with more established names, um, as well as new people believe it or not and usually it's with well it's usually with when it happens with established names it's usually people that have never done the promo on their own but they've re- relied on labels or other people and now they're independent and even people within labels sometimes need to be talked to and told hey maybe we should take a little bit more time before we uh, before we do this thing <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean like, like one one issue that i've 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 seen come up quite a bit is i'll have bands contact me that the one do like a surprise drop of their new album or their new single and 99.9% of the time they're a band nobody cares about. Not in every case. Like there are bands that can successfully pull off a surprise drop like uh, Lore, for example, did a surprise drop about a week ago. And I believe it was fairly well successful, but they're fairly well known in their genre, right? Like a power metal band like them is able to better pull that off than like a band who's never released anything who just want to do a surprise drop because if you've never released anything before, who are you surprised dropping to? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Now, now I also want to point out something really important. Yeah. What's up? Then sevenfold tried to do a, a surprise drop and failed. <clears throat> yep. You know, so like if event sevenfold can't do it, why do you think you can? That's always been the, one of the things that really bothered me with this whole logic is like, Literally the biggest metal band to come out in the last 20 years, barring maybe yeah. Ghost, yeah. did a surprise drop and felt the, felt the pinch as a result. Yeah, you know? well, here's, well, here's one thing that I don't even understand is I don't actually understand any of the logic, period, unless you're like Metallica, because like Metallica or Megadeth or a band like of that stature, I mean, they don't really need the promo. I mean, if you just got the name Metallica, you're going to sell. You know what I mean? If someone just see, like, you know, there's how many albums the Blacks album sold? Like 30 yeah. million or something? And, so it's and, like, and not even that. Like, the amount of... Um, what's crazy, like, I was running likes ads for a merchandise company for a while. And it was crazy how our, how our, how our ad that featured our Metallica merch just... Even though it was targeting the same audience, it still performed like 50% better just because they're that much better known in name. So people gave, were like, oh, I can buy Metallica merch there. Like, um, yeah. you know, so 
Yeah, I think I think there's, but regardless, even for those bands, you know, they don't do a surprise drop for they don't, you know, they're they're not dra- you know, like the the, the press circus around um, around Hardwired was not because like oh we're Metallica and we need people to pay you know we need to be treated special, although yeah. you know they are, um, yeah. and they do, but like it was more like oh we can get even more out of it if we do it this way. You know? Yeah, like the closest thing they've ever had to a surprise drop, unless I'm mistaken, and there was a press cycle and I just forgot about it, was Beyond Magnetic, and that was yeah. literally leftovers from their. Yeah, well, that Death was a that was a, that was a B sides release, which isn't yeah. really a B sides <laughs> release. still sold. Yeah, uh, yeah, but a B sides release doesn't really count. A B sides yeah, release is so, yeah is a separate but, beast. Yeah, but that's literally I think the only thing they've ever done without any press that, that I can actually think about. Yeah, but regardless, like, and this is this is important because it's like you just you have to think about these things, you know. You have to look at at the bands around you and what works for them. And 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 at the end of the day, you can't force people to care about you. Yeah, right. And one thing I do want to point out is that even if you're not, let's say you you don't want to run a PR campaign for whatever reason for your upcoming release, uh, you think. The last one you did was a waste of money. You overpaid, whatever. You should, you can still pre-promote your album on social media for like a good month lead up. Or you could even just, uh, buy ads. There's all and even if you're not buying you ads, there's stuff you can do. You can talk about yeah. it in groups. You can, you know, like ultimately, I think you see bands who, you know, what well, literally happen. I've literally seen this happen. Bands spend hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars on. Um, on 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 producing their record and the gear yeah. and yeah, not even the gear because maybe maybe they're studio musicians, right, or session yeah. musicians. They yeah. spend thousands of dollars in the studio. Yeah. They barely post on social in that process, and like when you're in the studio, that should be part of the promotional process. By the way, yeah, they're it barely po- they're barely posting on social in that process, and then their whole promotion is they just drop the album and say, oh, it's it's out. Yeah, and then it's like, why did nobody buy the album? And you're like, because nobody like, knew it existed. Yeah, again, think about how you find out about music and how you buy new music, right? Probably, if you're anything like 95% of people, you know, the way you find new music is you, as a metal head, are reading Metal Sucks, Decibel, Metal Injection. Or even you're on, like, uh, metal groups or you're on Twitter or you're on yeah. Instagram following that. yeah, yeah. You're you're finding people because you're engaged with the scene. You're not finding people because of one Facebook post that they hoped would go viral, bro. Yeah, that only went to like their ten fans on their Facebook page. And yeah, no and, and yeah, and yeah, people like don't think about mom. this, right? You know, so yeah. so what are some of the sort of key steps you want to make, um, Curtis, when you're when you're getting ready to promote an album? Well, there's a few things that you want to make sure, like uh, key, 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 key thing. Like if you're going to be, well, there's two different ways. Like, are we talking like if you're hiring a publicist or are you talking like DIY type promo? Hiring. Well, I, th- I think that's the first, one of the first choices you have to make is, and that's the thing, right? One of the first choices you have to make well before, like well before, maybe even, this is something I even tell bands to think about, like when they're getting shit mastered, mm-hmm. Right is you want to decide, are we going to try to pitch to a label? If so, which labels? And are we going to hire PR? If so, which PR? 
right? Yeah, like because... that, that. Like that's the earlier, earlier step. Like one, one thing I, I would suggest is like if you're if you're planning on um, shopping the labels, there's no point of even talking to a PR yet, just because yeah. a lot of times they have their own in-house PR. Um, but one thing, but one key point that I want to make is that okay, so let's say that you got the label or you're releasing yourself or whatever. So like the very first thing you want to make sure of for your pre-promotion is that you have like some goodies, like as in like, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, pictures you can share, photographs or other, you know, band pictures, uh, any type of visuals, logos, that type of thing that you can share. Like you want to have some visual content, number one. Uh, number two, what's always a good idea is if you have some sort of like song clips, like little preview items, that type of thing, like anything you can use to share on social, you want to have that, you want to have that in advance. This can include stuff like little graphic lyric videos, like things like this. You don't want to just kind of go like, here's our music. We have no visuals. We have nothing else. Attaboy, there you go. You know what I mean? So if you have some sort of content, like you can, you can like uh, chop things up. Like if you have like a live performance, you can go on Instagram for like a month. You know what I mean? So just, you want to get a bunch of content ready. And a lot of times you can repurpose many different things into like 10 pieces of uh, 10 pieces of content or more. Right. How does that work? Well, just like I said, like slicing things up, you know, like if you have like a, a you could have like 10 minute clip, 10 minute, 10 second clips of songs or 20 second clips of songs or a combo of both 10 second clips of songs and you release 20 clip, you know, there's different things you can do like that. Or else you could have like uh you know, uh, one, like you take a whole concert, let's say if you filmed it and you could chop it up into one minute bits, or if you did a little documentary, you could chop that into 50, 50 second clips, 60 second clips. There's all, there's no and, shortage of things and, you can do. And then beyond that, what I just want to point out is that you can then take, you can also take, rip the audio and maybe make one of those a bonus live track, or, you yeah. know, um, you can, it, it, if, Something's a commentary. You could, you know, you could film a commentary track, rip the audio yeah. for that as a bonus track, and then also write an article about the song. Yeah, exactly. You know, or a social yeah, like, media post about the song, depending on, you know, a variety of factors. But like, you know, yeah. like, like, and that's something I do. That's something that we do all the time on the podcast. Um, you know, countless podcast episodes are just repurposed bacon spits are just literally I'm looking at Instagram and I say, Oh, look, they, people like this thing I talked about. And then we go and make a podcast about that exact same thing. And then simultaneously, you know, that day or the day after I write a, uh, I write an article about that same thing and everyone loves it, you know, because it's like different people consume in different ways and you need to give it to people. Yep. So more things you also need to have is you also need to have your singles out. So if you're going to, you're going to release, two, release three tracks, um, then figure out how uh, an performance along with that. As are, um, you're going to want to have it ready, or at least it's not that important to have it ready by the time you release. Because sometimes I like to have a video come out after release to give it a little bit of a kick in the butt. But it's good to know ahead of time: Are you going to be doing a video? You know, and then you kind of want to also kind of figure out or not figure out, but you want to get a, a fresh buy done, an up-to-date bio, because we'll end, especially if you've recently switched members, talking to your old guitarist, not realizing you have a new guitarist. Yeah. 
actual guitarist. So, but there's a good, better chance the member change is going to be noticed. <laughs> and then plus that also gives kind of like a bit of a bit up. A lot of players will want and take interesting facts from there and blah, 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 blah. So the bio is very important. You can hire someone like Matt to do a bio or you can hire someone like Jesse to do a bio. You know, anybody who's a good writer who has written at metal publications, you could probably hire them for like 50 to 100 bucks to write a really good bio for you. Um, and then you also want to make sure on top of that, um, that you have obviously the tracks fully ready, fully uh, tagged and ready to send to the publicist or out to reviewers or however it is that you want to do, do your quote unquote PR campaign. But that's like the very, that's the stuff that you need ahead of the time. I think we went over everything on that. Unless I'm yeah. missing something. No, I mean, I think, I think you got pretty in depth there, Curtis, but you know, and so that's really important, but beyond yeah. that, um, you know, I, I think having clear goals for your release is important because it kind of tells you how much work you need to put in. Yeah. Um, and then you can sort of go from there. Uh, yeah. Like also, also keep the goals realistic. I mean, obviously if you're trying to get in Rolling Stone, um, that's probably not too realistic if you're like, you know, a grindcore band. <laughs> but if you really want to make sure that you kind of line up, you know, figure out who at Rolling Stone has ever done a grindcore piece in the past and then start trying to figure out how to connect with that person. And the other thing too, ju just for the record, like, Start figuring out how you're going to get the actual physical products done sooner rather than later. I see it happen all, all the time yeah. where, where bands don't even think about, you know, cause and, and I get it. Like you're not necessarily in it for the money or it's your first release and you know, okay, this is going to do what it's going to do. You yeah. know what I mean? Which is fine. Like, like I have no problem with, you know, like with being academically aware, like, okay, like, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's a new, it's a small release from a new band. Like, like yeah. it makes sense not to think, Oh, we're going to take over the world with this, you know, to, to think that would be remiss, but yeah. simultaneously, like make sure you have, you know, make sure if it's even a, you know, that a, it's a consideration because maybe you don't even want to do physical product. And if that's the case, like fine. Right. But then furthermore, mm -hmm. um, you know, if you do want to do physical product, make sure you're, uh, <clears throat> yeah, if you, if you do want to do physical product, make sure you order it sooner rather than later and also be aware, you know, like if you're, um, you know, if you're doing vinyl, that's going to take a long time and to really push off your release. That being said, doing a, there's nothing wrong and actually there's quite a bit that could work in your favor if you did a um, if, 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 if you did a separate vinyl release. You know, I've seen a lot of yeah. Curtis and I have both seen a lot of bands um, get a lot of uh, love out of that and get a lot of you know growth from that sort of strategy. You know, yeah. so like the, these are both options and things you should consider, but. But think about them, you know, literally what you should do, you know, we don't have too much longer on this podcast, but literally what you should be doing is you should be thinking about, okay, like, let me look at some of my favorite bands releases. What did they do? Let's make sure we do all those things. And for the love of God, 
as one point. Do not post your album on Bandcamp or YouTube and then talk to a publicist later. Don't do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, unless you Don't really want to aggravate, you know, unless you really want to aggravate some, aggravate some of these grumpy gusses out here. Um, but even so, you know, they're justifiably grumpy because they, you, you were in a position to give them money and then you screwed it up. Um, and you know, simultaneously, like also that whole, that goes for labels too. Like labels, again, label pitching is at the very beginning of this process and it's going to take a while. That's a fun, this is a final point I want to make, right? If you're pitching to a, to a bigger label, and by a bigger label, I mean anything from sort of the STB, Ripple Music level on up. It's going to delay your release by a significant amount of time. It is 100% worth it most of the time, unless it's like, oh, I want, I want this together for our big tour with a known band. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But like... You know, if you're gonna, you know, be aware that like a label needs to fit you into their production schedule and it takes a ton of time and it's a process and it's, you know, I've I've seen bands who like could have signed to some pretty decent sized labels who had like a lot going for them, who had great press and stuff, who just didn't because, oh, we don't want to wait, you know, like, oh, we're gonna have to wait another six months to put out our record. And the thing is like, yeah, it sucks, but like also way more people hear your record this way. So yeah. maybe, you know, so in my eyes, fuck it, you know, like you want, that's, that's the whole goal, right? Is for people to hear your record. Um, you know, at any time, you know, the same thing goes with if a publicist, um, you know, pushes the date or says, oh, like Cur- Curtis might say to a client, Um, Oh, you don't want to release on that date because there's, you know, I know for a fact there's six big releases coming out that day. And that's something you need to be looking at from the first on your own anyways. Like, are there big releases coming out the day I want to put on my record? Because if there are, I'm basically wasting my time. Right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, because again, like we, we talk about this all the time. There's, you know, you know, there's only 200 articles or two, there's maybe 250 articles written a week by the sort of biggest metal publications. And, you know, only a small yeah. percentage of those are about underground bands. So, you know, so like be willing to take delays in stride, you know, and like realize worst case scenario, if it fucks with your release party, which honestly you should be booking a week after, a week or two after your desired release date, I always recommend because it's like, you never know what shit's going to delay you. But Regardless, right? Like, worst case scenario, and your album's not out before the release party, you can just sell physical copies at the release party. There, you know, yep. torrenting isn't really a thing anymore. No one's like looking for leaked copies of your album on the internet. Nine, you know, in, for any unsigned band, you can basically say. Yep. You know, and, and if someone is like, I would go talk to that person because they're probably either completely insane or on, on their way to becoming <laughs> your biggest fan. That's hilarious. No, but, but you know what I mean? Like if someone's really looking for a leak of your record, like, and you've got a thousand Facebook fans. Yep. That's, that's that shit cray. 
Yep. So that's just kind of a, a general spewing of thoughts around um, prepping for releases. Do you have any sort of additional uh, concepts you want to kind of get across, Curtis, as we wrap yeah. this, John, up? Yeah, two, two more, well, main, mainly one specific point, which is um, if you're going to shop for a publicist prior to having everything ready, um, just kind of... And, and what does everything ready mean, just for the record? Uh, the finished songs, um, lyrics, art, the whole nine yards. If you don't have anything ready and you're like about to enter the studio, at least send the publicist, um, that you, the publicist when you're shopping, some prior tracks um, and artwork and that type of stuff so they can get an idea of who you are, what the band is. Because I get bands coming to me all the time saying, we're going to be releasing an, an album in six months, seven months. We're going to hit the studio, but we just want pricing. And I'm like, dude, I can give you a price, but that doesn't mean I'm going to work with you. You know what I mean? And the reason why is because no publicist who who's worth anything is going to take on a band that they think the band's no good. So if you come to me and you say, I want a price, you know, and give me a quote, because I actually had a band recently come to me say, oh, aren't you going to give us a quote? I'm like, dude, <laughs> I don't even know what you said. Like, I know nothing about you, right? Yeah, the, so, only, the only time you can get away with that is if, like... You're known. <laughs> either A, you're known. And even yeah. then, like, a known band probably wouldn't really worry about it at that point anyway. Yeah. But, exactly. But B, like, you're someone who Curtis has worked with, or, or you've worked, it's the PR you've worked with in the past. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. And, and even then, like, odds are, you know, the conversation would not be, hey, could we maybe hire you for PR? But the conversation would be more like, hey, bud, we, we, we've got a record coming out. We're going to hire you for PR in yep. three months. Yep. You know. My, uh, and what I always say is, assuming I like the album like last time and, it's, and I, I have enough time, my rate, my rate is blah, blah, or whatever, whatever it is, right? So, because, I mean, like, I, the thing that bothers me the most is when bands like are trying to like get get you into a bidding war with other PRs and you're like, well, dude, I don't even know what the fuck you sound like. You know what I mean? You could be like a hand fart band. Like I don't fucking know. And you're not giving me info. And it's like, yeah, you know, and, and, I'm not and, being and, a and, dick, and, but you and, can suck. And trying to get people into bidding wars is just kind of a silly amateurish movement. Anyway. Yeah. And you know, oh, well, you know, against PR, we'll do it for 30 bucks. Okay. Good for against PR. You know, there, there are, yeah, Great. there are people who can, undercut <laughs> Curtis dramatically, but that's not really Yeah. And well those same Curtis. guys will take you sight unseen and they will promote hand fart bad too. That's what I want to point out, right? So yeah. They'll take Matt shrieking. We should Oh my God. Okay. If anybody out there wants to send send a send a demo of themselves just like doing nonsense and sending it to a budget PR and can prove that they got them to promote it, Matt will pay you thirty bucks. Yeah, I will. I, I'll do. Will that. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an easy thirty bucks. That's like that's like a that's like a, a not so dedicated afternoon. But, but that person has to pay for the PR from from whoever. Yeah, yeah, but no, no, I'll I'll, I'll I'll pay for the I'll pay for the PR too, assuming it's by budget PR. If it's an under hundred dollar PR, just because I think it would be funny to talk about the uh, to talk about the experience. Yeah, that'll that'll be a bacon's bit for like the next five years. Oh my god! And then we could just just completely slag the PR company. Yeah, it'd be hilarious. We're not. We wouldn't really be too mean, but it would be pretty funny. I, I mean, I, I would I would just use it as a way to be like, look, this is the the bullshit they sell you. Yep. Yeah. While blanking out the PR's name, right? No, 
No. Uh, I think we always like our chance to take pot shots against against PR on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Any final points here, Curtis? No, that's all I got. Just uh, make make sure that if you are going to submit to a PR or if you're planning your release, just make sure that you take, have taken notes, re-listen to this again, please, because it will help everyone involved. And you just want to make sure that your album comes off with the best success possible. That's all I got. There you go. This has been Dumb and Dumbest. You have been listening. Are we done yet? <laughs>